Welcome to Finding Holiness, where we delve into timeless Torah wisdom, revealing the sacred in everyday moments. Join us on a journey to elevate your spirituality and discover holiness in every aspect of life. I'm your host, Rabbi David Kadosh, and together, let's embark on a path of spiritual exploration. I hope you enjoy this next episode. Okay, everyone, Shushan Purim Sameach. I hope you had a wonderful holiday. <clears throat> uh, we have about uh, a week and a half to uh, to study some Hilchot Pesach before we uh, probably convert to early summer, to summer schedule. So uh, we'll do a few things. Obviously, not not enough time to cover all the abundance of uh, Hilchot Pesach, but we'll do what we can. Uh, maybe we'll start with uh, studying Kitniot, a very, very prevalent uh, topic, on, for especially for, I don't know if I want to say for Sfaradim, definitely for Ashkenazim. Um, depending how you look at it. So uh, he has a nice section over here in Pirinei Alacha with regards to the Minhag of Yisur Kitniot, and we'll go through it over the next, uh, I guess, few days. So he says the following, Chametz she'asra ha-Torah hu anotzar mechameshet mineh dagan. Hametz, that the Torah prohibits, is something that stems from the five grains. Shehem chita seora kusmin shibolet shual veshifon, which is wheat and barley and rye and oats and spelt. Those are the five. Those are the five grains that a person is uh, would be the, the tra- that constitutes hametz. Aval minim acherim, but other types of grain. Kaor is like rice, for example. Af im yitpahu, even if they, um, I guess, expand. Yeah. Their hametz is not the same as the other five. According to Torah, you can eat rice on Pesach. Ve'omnam. However, Da'at Echad HaTanaim, there was one Tana in the time of the Mishnah. His name was Rabbi Yohanan ben Nuri. And he said, Shedin Orez Kedin Chameshed Mineh Dagan. He said that the law of rice is the same as the other five. Ve'af HaChimut Shebo Asu Torah. And he holds that rice, Chametz. Even according to Torah, you can't have rice. Aval Da'at Sha'ar Chachme Yisrael, She'afi Imitpach Mutal Lechlo Bapesach. But the rest of the Geonim, the rest of the Rishonim, everybody holds, not like Rabbi Yohanan ben Nuri, the rice does not fall in that category, and you're allowed to eat it on Pesach. Ve'kach na'agu kol gedolei ha'tanaim ha'moraim, ve'chen mesupal ha'rava, she'aya o'chel ores be'lel ha'seder. Okay, now all the, all, the, all the tanaim, all the amoraim from the times of the Mishnah and Gemara ate rice, rava, Gemara brings down in Masech Epsachim, Kufi Dalet, they used to have his seudah, he used to have rice on Pesach. Okay, so what happened? What happened? Ulam, bitkufat rishonim during the uh, era of the Rishonim, which is about 700 years ago, or maybe a bit more, between 1,000 and 700 years ago. Hechelu ba'ashkenaz la'achmir shelo le'chol kidniyot. In Ashkenaz, that was Germany and the surrounding countries, they began to be machmir, not to eat kidniyot. Batchila rak v'miksat ha'keilot na'agu isur. The beginning was only just a few. But as generations passed by, it spread throughout all the communities of Ashkenaz. 
there are three reasons why the Ashkenazim took upon themselves not to eat kidneyot. Number one, since the way you cook a kitnit is the same way that you would cook one of the five main grains, they were worried that if you start cooking rice, we allowed to cook rice, someone might come and uh, mistaken to cook one of the other five grains. That was the first reason. Bet, you can make flour out of the kidneyot. You take rice, you can grind it into a rice flour. They're going to see you making some sort of a food item with rice flour, okay, rice bread, whatever it is, and uh, think, okay, look, must be that I can, uh, again, they're going to start make, taking regular flour, and turn into chametz. Even though in the times of Talmud, the Amoraim were not worried about this. The Masorah was clear. But then, again, the generations get lower and lower. Or you don't have the, the clear line of what is right and what's wrong, and people start making up things, people start assuming things, and that's when it gets very worrisome. They're going to start eating the five grains without, being, without worrying uh, whether or not it turned into chametz or not. That's the second reason. The third reason, which is probably the one that's probably most prevalent today, the fact that they're very similar in appearance. And that, that, that not only are they similar in appearance, but they are stored in, in the same places. We're worried that maybe in the storehouses of, of rice and beans, you're going to have, as well, barley and wheat. Now you're cooking rice, and you think it's only rice, but there's a few uh, grains of, of wheat and barley in there, and you're turning it into chametz. No, he writes that even today, this worry still exists. You know that you check uh, certain types of kidneyot, and you find... You find uh, other grain. I for I, I used to I used to have friends from uh, yeshiva who were Syrian Jews who had the custom to eat uh, rice and Lebanese Jews who had the custom to eat rice and Persian Jews who had the custom to eat rice and they said that that, that on Pesach their their mother would check uh, we're going to talk about they would check each grain and they found they found not not rice whatever that, it was we looked like we they found it in the in the thing they have to check it. So eruv zeh nova gami pene shebeotam masadot regilim legadel mispar shanim mispar shanim minedagan. Then not only that, the reason why why does this happen? Why does it get mixed up? Because the fields were not only just one designated field for rice; they used to grow multiple things in that field. Ve'achakar kedesh shloiv kol basadot megadim be'minem mikitniot. If I only was to plant 
barley in this field. Let's say I have a field, I only plant barley. What's going to happen after a while? The field loses its power, whatever, whatever that means, but it loses its strength. The quality of the barley isn't as good because you're, 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 um, keep on, you're, you're absorbing all of the, the nutrients that are found in the, in the field. And it loses that, that koach to produce good barley. So what do farmers do? They switch it up. Okay, I planted barley for three years. I'm noticing that my barley is losing quality. So I'm going to plant something else. So to, to, regrain, to regain the quality of whatever is being taken and used from the barley, now I'm going to just plant something else. You're obvious, if you decide that you're going to plant coriander seeds, you're still going to have some barley that you left over from the previous year. If you start growing wheat, or chilva, or then you start planting uh, cilantro, which is coriander, or, or fenugreek, in between there, you don't even see it, but there's some wheat that is growing in between the stalks of the chilva and the, the kuspera. And then as well, you, you, you would find a mix-up. And sometimes you don't have 60 times the amount that you would need to, to be mevatelet prior to Pesach. And therefore, it applies today as well. Now, so that, those are the issues, the three issues why the Ashkenazim uh, accepted upon themselves this, uh, this stringency. So what about the Sfaradim? B'tkufat ha-rishonim nahagu b'chol keilot ha-sfaradim l'echol minei kidniyot ve'orez ba-pesach. The Rishonim, in the time of the Rishonim, the Rambam, the Rashbah, all the Sephardic lands, they accepted to eat all types of kidniyot and rice on Pesach. They were only makpid to check through them to make sure that there was no, uh, you know, grains of, uh, of barley or, or the five the five grains. Rabbi Yosef Karo in his in Bet Yosef, the commentary on the tour, he writes, He said, only people worried about kidneyot are those from Germany, the Ashkenazim, nothing to do with us. Ulam, however, ben gdolea poskim hasfaradim haacharonim, amongst the big rabbis that lived in, in the last few hundred years, yeshikatvu shirabim ushlemim yirei Hashem noagim shelo lechol orez ba-pesach. There were many communities that did not eat rice on Pesach. Mipenesh haya maaseh shelacha shibirot haorez kama pamim shuv nimseach ita betavshim. Because there were many instances that they, when they would go through the um, the rice and think that they went through it and didn't find they ended up finding some some wheat some barley some uh, spelt whatever it is among the rice and uh, that's brought down in the pre the pre chadash and the chida brings this down this was the custom in izmir ores they didn't have a custom to eat rice and many of them many Moroccan Jews not to eat rice. And the Moroccans even had some other dry kidniyot that they wouldn't eat. The Ben Ishchai would write, Even the Iraqi Jews, many Iraqi Jews don't eat rice. 
Those people that had the custom to eat rice on Pesach, they have to check it twice, three times. It is best that everyone follows their father's custom. And if in case you are in doubt or you're unsure or there's a difficulty of upkeeping the minhag, you should go to a rabbi, he'll give you an answer or direction what to do. There are certain spices, kekamun, kamun is cumin, charkom is turmeric, chilba, fenugreek, Sometimes they get mixed into uh, uh, with other grains. And without uh, a good check, you wouldn't be allowed to eat it. Kayom today he ends off. He says you will find rice in a lot of uh, warehouses and storehouses that are, you know, together with all different types of flour. Those people that have the custom should try to buy one that has hashkacha lepesach, which means it's already been checked. Uh, and then after that, check it two or three times. Don't dafka buy the ones with that are kasher lepesach, but nevertheless. They do check three, four times to ensure that there, there, there's, uh, God forbid, there's not any uh, any grain that, that is found in there. Of course, each to their own minhag. I know many of us in this synagogue, of course, don't eat rice. It's a long, uh, long-standing custom of, of Moroccan Jews. But uh, and, and there's different kidniot. We gave rice as an example, but uh, kidniot there's there's many different types. So each one has to follow their own particular custom. But as a general blanket rule, Sfaradim do eat kidniot. That's uh, that's that's what we do. That's what we didn't we don't hold of the the uh, mass astringencies of the Ashkenazim. It uh, it only apply it only applied like the Bet Yosef said in Arzot uh, Ashkenaz in the Ashkenazi countries. And uh, Bezat Hashem, tomorrow maybe we'll talk about um, mixed Jewish marriages, Ashkenazi and Sfaradi, and what would the law be in those cases.